Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to another Bodyslam.net exclusive interview. I am Cassie Haynes, owner, founder, jack of all trades, writer, news guy, interviewer, podcaster, whatever at Bodyslam. I do a lot of bullshit. I am here today with a good friend of mine, uh, ring announcer, executive producer for Catalyst Wrestling, Brendan Sokler. Brendan, how's it going, buddy? It's going real fucking good, Cass. It's good to see you. Did you like that intro into my little big thumb bows? Oh, I loved it. I, I, I was trying not to interrupt by being like and beard aficionado, figure collector. Beard. <laughs> the beard technically won an award this year, uh, last year actually for the. Uh, I think it was uh, SP3's True Heel Heat podcast. Did you do that? Oh damn! Best beard. Oh, beat look out at Dutch you. Mantel. Beat out Dirty what? Dutch Mantel for best beard. Yeah. My God. Add that to the resume. Yeah, no, seriously. That does that go under job title or special skills or where does that look? Yes, the answer is yes. Both. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. yeah, I shaved my winter beard off after having gone to Minnesota and then Miami, and it was just getting scraggly. It's like and you know what? I want to look like a fetus. Let's just. Uh, oh yeah, no, it, it's it's supposed to be snowing. I haven't seen a flake today, really? and I consider that rude. Huh. I know that people were snowed in in New Jersey, so I figure you'd be seeing some snow today, too. Well, you know, uh, the world loves New York more than New Jersey. I'm kidding. I'm just trying to Dude, I, I woke up to like three or four inches of snow today in North Carolina. I was like, what the shit is this? It was 70 to 1 degrees yesterday. I honestly would have loved snow. I feel like there is no point to cold unless it is snowing. Yeah, man. It was pretty wild. Literally the day before, it was 71 degrees, and then woke up to snow with uh like 27 this morning i was like this winter winter north carolina it's it's fun. yep it's fun. it sounds like but, a reverse uh, of uh my christmas travel trajectory because i went minnesota to miami that sounds like miami to minnesota yeah. in terms of weather that's right see i haven't seen you i haven't talked to you since you uh went down to florida so that that, that was funny had a good holiday uh, holidays were great um a little bit exhausting. I've been road dogging it and not in the BG James sense uh, for the month, maybe like seven nights in my bed recently, brother, brother, just working the road yeah. um, because I had some business out in LA, which was great. And LA is really nice weather if we're talking about weather, but you yeah, know, they don't, they don't know bad weather out there. It, it rains no. once a year and they freak out. Yeah, it's it's fifty degrees. I have to go get my sweater. Um, yeah, it's so cold. Get your jacket. Get your jacket. <laughs> but you know, it, it was really nice, and like I'm doing all sorts of stuff in both those states, which has been really cool and exciting. Um, more so to do with like my film production career that I have and acting right. career, punching up productions, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I run. Thank you for the pluggeruski. www.punchinguppproductions.com. Yeah, um, yeah, we're an award-winning production company that does podcasts, comic books, uh, short films, long films. We're working on a pro wrestling documentary. We may have some pro wrestling podcasts in the works that you'll be hearing about soon. Mm. Hopefully. but we're we're doing all sorts of cool stuff, and uh, we also just won an award from the Catalyst Content Festival, which ha is in Minnesota, in Duluth. Uh, it's like one of the biggest short-form content festivals in the world, and That's it's cool. utterly confusing because it's my home festival, and then the wrestling company that I've become an executive producer on and ring announced for is Catalyst Wrestling. No one's confused in my life about it. It's it's fine. Yeah, every time you mention one, like, which which one are we talking which, about? Are we which talking one about this one, one or this one? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, holidays were great. How, how were your holidays? Uneventful. I yeah. didn't do anything here. I was supposed to go see my... Uh, my grandparents for Christmas, or my grandma and my family for Christmas. I got sick and my stomach kind of flared up. So I just, I didn't do anything. I sat on the couch, watch TV. Same thing I did for New Year's. I watched GCW on my couch for New Year's and did a podcast afterwards and did the same thing on New Year's Day. So yeah, no, I didn't do anything for the holidays, man. I took it easy. That's, yeah. that's amateur night going out on New Year's. That's all that yeah. is. Oh, yeah. No, like, come on. Dude, come on. real, real <laughs> season of beds don't go out on it on St. Patrick's Day. Or New Year's Eve. I don't care what anybody right. says. That's no, fucking it, amateur night. That's jabroni shit right there. Yeah, dude. No, like, if you're going out on New Year's Eve, listen, you can go to a party. Go to a party. That's fine. Or yeah. at least in uh, the construct of a non-COVID world or where mm -hmm. Omicron isn't surging in New York, like, yeah. maybe go do that New Year's Eve. 
Uh, I don't get the people that went to the ball drop. But mm-hmm. like, if you are going just to a bar, just on a whim for either St. Patrick's Day or that, I tut tut. Yes, do better. So- yeah, no, I, I vetoed those plans when my friend suggested. I was like, we can sit here and watch this GCW show. and uh, So much better. No, <laughs> I, well, for me, the ladies left after 10 minutes, but whatever. Like, they're I, lost, right? The no, moment I, the light tube star came out. <laughs> one, of, one of my friends passed out, and when she woke up, she was just like, what the fuck? And it was just bloodbath. I was like, yeah, you woke up at a good time. She's like, I think I'm going to go home. It's like, all right, well, happy new year. <laughs> yeah, I, I like yeah. the idea of someone just waking up and being like, what the I, fuck are I, you watching? Yeah, like, I slept. What is an Atticus Kogar? Is, is he chewing glass? I was like, yes, he is. He's chewing glass, but oh. whatever. No, but that's we have. I mean, shit. I think I'll see you in a couple weeks at GCW, right? Uh, probably. Um, like, I'm super excited for the shows. Um, I didn't get to watch the New Year's ones yet, but I spoke to my friend Chris about it and John Carlo, yeah. who are both he, involved. He good on. He did very well on uh, commentary. I heard as much. Um, and yeah, I mean, like they're doing really fantastic work. Like I yeah. really do love and respect the stuff that GCW is up to these days. And uh, props to Giancarlo also for all the visual aspects and the videos and the hype packages yeah. that are coming in and just like the yeah, visual does. vocabulary of it. it. It's expanding at such a crazy rate. Um and they got something really special going on there. And like, that's also part of the foundation of our friendship, Cass. I yeah. mean, just to give everyone the Iggy is just like going to those GCW shows. Man. Yeah. Utterly right. fantastic. And, and let's not, let's not uh, forget our AEW uh, all out. Hell uh, yeah. Experiences and fun and revolution. A revolution. Was, that was the one. That was the one. That was the friendship maker uh, right yeah, there. So. Um, yeah. So there's, Speaking of which, are you coming back down to Florida for Revolution in a couple weeks? I don't think so, just because, again, I've been doing some crazy stuff. And then when when is Revolution? I mean, the sixth. Okay. March yeah. 6th. I, I th- Fuck it. I'm going to put it in the maybe bucket. Well, also, just to like a little bit of seasoning on that uh, thought, uh, my birthday's March 9th. Oh, okay. And, and GCW Atlanta is March uh, 12th. You give me an arm ringer. You twisted my arm. So there's like a, there's like two good weekends of fun. I'm going to have there. I'm going to be in Atlanta for GCW center stage, uh, debuting in, in Georgia in Atlanta. And then I'll be, I will not uh, commit to something on air. Hold on, my, dog's we'll just, my, my blind dog just ran into the door. We'll fix Ooh, that. Wh- it's what are your dog's names? Uh, the blind one's named cinnamon. Cause uh, she's, she's a very, she's a, she was a slutty little girl. She was a, so we gave her a stripper name. Yeah. Oh, she okay. just wanted it. She just wants attention. And she just hoses it up with everybody. So we gave her a stripper name. And then the other one uh, is Hero. He's a uh, like a American Shih Tzu. So he's just a okay, a big furball. But yeah, I think somebody knocked came in the house, so they were all excited because somebody showed up. So I apologize, uh, but well, we'll we carry go. forth. Uh, we got off topic. We talked about our. We're, nobody cares about how good of friends we are. Let's they let better. Everybody. They, well, Listen, I mean, they can get out if they don't care about friendship. Yeah, right. We don't need those type of viewers. Yeah, people that, don't, people that hate friendship aren't who we're here to talk or who we're here to entertain anyway. But uh, no, let's talk more about your stuff, man. Nobody yeah. don't need to bore everybody with how much how good of time we have when we hang out. Let's talk about it's the best, uh, and Cap- you're welcome, <laughs> dude. We have a good time. It is fun. That is something yeah. that can't be said about uh, me also. But every time I'm with you, we have a, a fantastic fantastically long night and fun time i'll use that to segue into a thing which is like talking about gcw aw our friendship they all tie into a very similar thing which is Mm -hmm. there's a community within wrestling and also there's stuff happening within professional wrestling right now that is beyond just people putting on shows Mm -hmm. and those two companies specifically are doing the type of work that is more than just a wrestling show and that's what we're looking to do with catalyst wrestling now um, I got involved during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They were down a ring announcer and I've been performing on off Broadway and off off Broadway and, uh, on film for uh, most of my life at this point, the tipping point happened at 33. Right. Uh, so it's something where I talked to Matt Ryan, who I had done interviews with a good while back and was just a buddy and reached out to him and said, Hey man, do you need a ring announcer with like 
10,000 hours of stage time. I think I could do it. And through the process of this, I just learned a lot about what it takes to be running a wrestling show specifically because I had also been running sets and making plays. Familiar with production. Yeah, familiar with production with like a lot of transferable skills, but it's also, it's very much a different world. uh, Mm -hmm. And it's a world that I love and appreciate. Uh, I did not come to acting through normal means i came to be an off-broadway shakespeare actor because i saw chris jericho and the rock cut promos in the ring and took a theater class he says like i gotta be able to talk like those motherfuckers if i'm ever gonna make it in uh wrestling world and then i grew to be five eight after yoga and it was just like i don't think this is gonna happen for me so and i'd already gotten bit with the acting bug and really enjoyed it but like my love of pro wrestling never left um And as the shows went on and whatnot, and I've been doing multiple projects in a bunch of different fields, because again, punching up, we do so much different stuff and it's all based on what I'm kind of interested in. So it was something where I just wanted to help out more and more. And I got welcomed in by the ownership uh, to do so and to help build it out um, using my film connections and theater connections to try to do something different with it because I don't think there's much of a point of just putting on good matches for the sake of good matches or a show for the sake of a show when there's that much content out there. Like this is something that I've talked about a lot just in terms of the pandemic in everyone kind of became an independent content creator. You, everyone started doing their podcasts or baking bread or like creating their own web series or something like that. Shout and out to Kojima bread there. Yeah, yep. Fucking love his bread bus. Um, yeah, one today he was hyping Wrestle Kingdom. He's like, make sure to watch watch us wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom and eat bread while doing so. And I was like, Fuck, that's what I'm gonna do tonight. What what a gent. I anyway, I've been a fan of him you. since uh 2003 MLW, but yeah. digressing. Yeah. Any hoozle. Uh going back to it, it was something where like with everyone making that, Vince has a old phrase that he likes to use a lot where it's like oh no, other people aren't competition. Other wrestling companies aren't competition. It's everything. Sleep is competition. Yeah, that's his only competition he says is sleep because if you're, he competes with, uh, if your eyes are open or whatever, you should be watching his competition or his work. So yeah, that's his thing. Right. And for me, I'm like, we need to be putting out something really cool and really different. So we've instituted a whole bunch of cool stuff for the show. We're coming back to New York and in a big way. We're gonna be at the Muse in Brooklyn, which is a circus venue that I did a production of Midsummer Night's Dream in in like 2011, where the fairies were aerialists uh, and would like drop down from the ceiling in elaborate, crazy ways. Like so the, this, the inside of the building is, what's it look like? Is it's gonna be something, it's gonna be a different visual is what you're saying because it's It's gonna be a different venue, visual. So this is, is not- Is there a lot of like-, like I mean, there's a what, lot of- I'll, I'll speak to that. There's yeah. a bunch of pro wrestling venues that get used now that are like VFW halls or mm-hmm. churches or gymnasiums that, and we've used them and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. They're great. And thank God they love pro wrestling the way they do. But this is more of a theatrical space because that's the background that I come from. There are lights uh, that are already built in and movable and things like that. And incredibly high ceilings because you have people uh, regularly dropping on aerial silks from like 30 feet up. Uh, I'm not saying that we're necessarily going to have aerial silks at this thing, but we but do have, have the, the possibility. We yeah. have the room for it and the possibility yeah. of that going forward. Uh, we have the NWA champ and the Ring of Honor Pure champ coming in, which I'm wildly excited about. It's the first time the NWA champ has been in Brooklyn in, I want to say, about 50 years and the first time in New York in at least four Um and then Josh Woods, what a beast. And like, Dude. I grew up on Ring of Honor. Having the pure title there, so freaking cool. And right. uh, the NWA title there, so freaking cool. Because another weird thing that probably got me into wrestling cast is like, back in the day, my dad was one of Turner's lawyers. And I was a WCW kid through and through. And by extension. You see all my WCW NWA. toys on my wall. Hell yeah. Because it was amazing. And there was also guys more my size doing mm-hmm. cool and innovative stuff. Uh, but it was also something where like 
dad fucking hated wrestling and yeah. he'll be the first to admit it and i he'd go to these things called uh, cable conventions which are basically mm-hmm. like upfronts where the network sell ads to uh like people that need ads or ad space to the people who want to be selling them ads and i'd be like dad did you get to see any wcw wrestlers there he's like yeah buddy what did you see sting yeah, yeah. did you see chris jericho yeah what, what did they say they said pro wrestling's fake and you shouldn't watch it i was like why would they say that oh my god and it was like way too late years old to realize that he had bullshitted me but honestly it put a chip on my shoulder about this particularly as a person who does like a whole bunch of different art that i'm like pro wrestling is in my opinion the greatest fucking art form that does not really get the credit it deserves because it's a it's a mashup of everything it's a live action stunt show with superheroes fighting theater in the round performed for a live audience as well as taped for television that's it's like fucking a comic bananas. book come to life man which yeah. ties into your comic book production stuff that you were talking about too so <laughs> yeah I mean, man. It all it's all connected in some, yeah. sort of some way there's a reason i marked out for this it's mm-hmm. it's tailor-made but don't even get it, me into my comic book section. It's, it's on the other <laughs> side. And my, my cousin used to draw comic books when I was a kid. He drew The Punisher. So oh, when amazing. I was a kid in the 90s, yeah, he drew uh, the Warzone series. He drew for that. He used to draw for Alpha Flight. He drew Ninja Turtles when I was a kid. So like I grew up like getting just Warzone, the so, Warren Ellis run? Are we talking no, about? No, uh, his Hugh Haynes. It was the Warzone, okay. uh, the War Journal, Punisher War Journal, Warzone or whatever. It okay, was, yeah. Like, yeah. The, like early 90s, like 91, 2, 3. Like yeah. that area. I don't remember exactly. I've got him over there. I'll show him to you later. That's but really it's the cool. same one they ended up making that second movie about, like when it was Ray Stevens, yeah, or Stevenson or whatever, being Punisher instead of him as that one. So. That was pretty badass. I enjoyed that. Yeah, um, it was that. It was that comics arc from that from that time period. So yeah, that, that yeah. So I grew up in it, man. So I agreed. Like that's kind of what drew me into it as well. Is I liked comics yeah. and wrestlers are pretty much just like comic book heroes on your TV come to life, you know, fighting out the fight scenes that you read in the comics. So. Entirely. And, uh, you know, I have been in a lot of ro- locker rooms, like, over the past couple of years. I mean, we, we've talked about it a decent bit. I've been working on a documentary through mm-hmm. uh, my production company that we shot during uh, the week of WrestleMania here in New York. And we put it on pause uh, because of COVID. Um, we had to deal with some speaking out things and probably dropping a couple folks from it. Um, and also the end of the story was kind of up in the air. I thought yeah. in 2019 pro wrestling on an independent level was going to take a hit or was not going to be the same or would possibly die due to contract wars with the advent of yeah, AEW. Yeah. AEW was uh, was now a place, and WWE was buying up as much independent talent as they could. See, you know, we I've seen uh, the video, some videos of your documentary, and that's one mm-hmm. of the first things that we discussed when I met you. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I've seen, I've seen where you're at. Now, I've seen some of the stuff that you had to from it that you were talking about too, because of yeah. that. So, yeah, I get it. it yeah, no, it's, it's well, but it, to say, I, I say this as to bring up the point that like the Catalyst Wrestling locker room is strong mm-hmm. and great. Uh, Homicide. Colby Carino, Steve Gibkey, the new champ, Darius Carter, uh, legends like Ghost Shadow who have been around forever and maybe not even gotten the credit they fucking deserve for being the innovators that they are. Um, like, we have a really strong locker room. And right now, other than House of Glory, who is coming back, um, we don't really have that many New York-based promotions. And particularly within uh, the COVID of this all, like, a lot of stuff hasn't been able to run or stuff is closed. We filmed so much with Evolve, and those guys were really great. Like, the whole WWN crew was really great to us in terms of working on the documentary. But major organizations that brought a wrestling presence to New York folded. And now we are in a position, or, well, WWN didn't fold, but Evolve, which was mm-hmm. the regular mainstay here in New York, did get bought up by WWE. Um I want to fill that spot. I want us to be doing something different and something in New York and something uniquely New York. And we're a fucking theater town. So there are elements that I'm trying to steal from my worlds that we're bringing in. And, you know, it's really something when you have people in leadership positions that are willing to fuck around and find out. And Matt, Lee, Jesse, uh, the guys who've been running this and working doggedly at it uh are 
curious and fun individuals to be working with. They want to be doing stuff and doing shit that's new. So when I bring in uh, someone like a Zach Zamchik, who was a, is an immersive theatrical producer and a fucking genius at it, who worked on Beat the Bomb and Queen of the Night and most recently uh, Midsummer Shakespeareance, which was like a vaudeville variety immersive thing that happened uh, in New York City. Like we get to do some different stuff and we get to run the muse. Uh, we get to be in New York and we get to bring in some really cool people. And the other aspect of that that's coming in is like, I met a guy named Tom uh, at Catalyst Content Festival, again, not to be confused with Catalyst Wrestling, who works with an app called Rizzle, which is like TikTok in that it is an app for your phone uh, that you shoot vertically and make videos for. Difference being that it's not you hitting a six million uh, subscriber threshold or whatever the fuck it is for TikTok before you get monetized. They pay creators to be making stuff, which is really cool uh, and different. And Rizzle is sponsoring this show, and we've created a whole bunch of content for that platform. And by the time this comes out, we'll have announced that Chris Dickinson is coming in and uh, he's going to be doing a signing uh, to be raising money for his medical expenses, which should be pretty cool. And we're doing that as a Rizzle exclusive. And it's also gotten us a ton of views. Cass, we, we've been on that platform for a month. And over the course of the day, we've gone from like 300,000 views to about 600,000 views wow. of our video content. And right, with in, truly incredible support from Rizzle and their team. So a uh, big shout out to Tom Woodley. I love you, thank you. Um, but we're trying to do some new and different stuff and uh, hopefully make a really great experience for the fans. So that you were, this is, you, I think we were talking about this uh, last night. Now Rizzle's big in like India, you were saying, right? Yeah, I believe part because of it TikTok's is- Because TikTok's not allowed in India, if I was if I read correctly on the internet, right? Isn't it I, or something? I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I think I saw that it's banned in India, so there's all these alternatives. And that's right. the thing is like in India, which is like, there's so many people, they're vying for all these like TikTok alternatives because they see that that's like such a big wave. But yet I think for whatever yeah, there, reason, there is a, there is a technological quagmire that happens once you start getting uh, over into certain countries uh, east of us where there's censorship things, there's tech things. Uh, TikTok, I believe, has like phishing stuff that mm -hmm. gathers your information. I mean, like most apps do like most do. yeah but yeah. yeah i think that's i think that's the reason why it's not allowed i was i was just doing a little research last night on this when mm -hmm. we were talking because i was looking at all the the top 10 and of alternatives for tiktok in uh india and i was trying to see which one you were talking about and see if it was mm -hmm. on the list and then i was just reading more about it but yeah it's interesting to me that it's a real cool it's, app, untapped, it's kind of an untapped resource because you know i mean everybody's all big on tiktok but yet that's not a thing there and there's so many people that that's a market for that's such a huge well, thing they love i mean you've seen wwe that. really wants to be doing stuff within india and mm -hmm. from what i understand like other countries in the area such as malaysia which i believe is fairly close but also i'm not looking at a map and uh, yeah, i'm, I'm an american so i suck at these things uh, yeah, but uh, are like there honestly. are and china and obviously japan already has a wrestling presence but there are a ton of wrestling fans out there without necessarily the ability to see a local show so to see clipped versions of a show or rizzle exclusive content or stuff like that you're getting a whole new lane uh that you might not yeah. be exposed to otherwise which i think is really cool um and obviously it's a little uh sexy and fun to be like yeah we're big in india or yeah oh, yeah we're doing really great in mexico or venezuela but it does allow us to have an international presence which exactly is fun and exciting particularly as we're trying to make a version of the brand that is uniquely new york and built out on what we have because we have an insanely good roster we have before i even came into there a whole bunch of people that have worked in the entertainment industry, comedy industries. Uh, Zach Amico, one of our managers, uh, the runner manager of Hudson County Horror Show, is like a highly established comedian. Like 
dude's a beast and is in a whole bunch of trauma movies and also legitimately scares the shit out of me when he's in character. Yeah. <laughs> like, terrifying. Well, Maybe yeah, we can man. pull up a picture of uh, his, his gimmick at some point. Um, because again, I would like to scare your listeners as much as possible. But, you know, like when you're coming into a thing and it's already established and it's got such good stuff going on, what I have done since coming in is just try to bring what I have and accentuate what they're doing um, because they have done such a good job over the years creating like a really viable kick-ass television product. And yeah, they've been around for a while, but they yeah. rebranded, correct? They, they rebranded. Capital Wrestling, right? Yes. Um, yeah. New new ownership, moving around a bunch of stuff, and with just new goals. Um, so the rebrand is something that, like, if you're rebranding, you also want to develop a different identity to what you were doing previously. So while we've been putting out great content for many, many years, what we're looking to do now is just really shift into shifting the presentation, make it more accessible because also there's parts where of New Jersey where we've run that like you just don't have train access and we want to make it super accessible for fans because like an entire pandemic with limited ability to go see wrestling has sucked. <laughs> like I think we all can agree on that. Yeah. And you and I have managed to see more wrestling than most, I'd say. I but, definitely would say that, yeah. But we want to bring it to your front door. And New York has such a rich history of professional wrestling that there should be stuff that is intrinsically linked in that identity that is running here. Um, and also, I mean, there are other independent promotions that are running here. And this is not me trying to be a slight to them even. Entirely what I'm just saying is like, you know, there's a lot of traveling brands that move around <coughs> and haven't been able to revisit here. Um, I'm good friends with a lot of people in Impact from doing the documentary. And I'm salty that they haven't come back. So I'd like to see my friends. But right. and, and, yeah, I mean, there's so many people in New York. There's plenty of room for multiple. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of. There's a lot of people to please. You know what I mean? That exactly. The reason why there shouldn't be multiple uh, promotions running in the and area in the market because it's just so big. It's such a there, market. There's room for all of us. A. B. Mm -hmm. If my theory is right that pro wrestling is tapas, like if you don't like it, you haven't had the right dish. You need to have a fucking variety of dishes out. So, you know, we're trying to make our new lane. We love pro wrestling all around. I mean, if I didn't, I would like just be like, Cass, let's not talk about GCW and not say yeah. what fun times we've had. Well, obviously, AEW. I know I know you love wrestling because I mean we—that's yeah. how we have become friends—is just bouncing around all these shows over the country that we run into each other at random yeah, like, on accident sometimes, other times <laughs> planned out. Yep. So yeah, it's worked no, out it's... swimmingly. But yeah, it is something where like you know we want to be building that out and just be building up a fan base who wants to come see something different and also you know encourage everyone go see more wrestling in the city because new york wrestling's the best personal opinion yeah i mean everybody loves the wrestling where they're from and i would say north carolina wrestling's the best but what do i know okay okay big disagreement i'm gonna fuck off right now no i don't know we only have one <laughs> i only know one uh there's only like a couple good promotions in my area and they're not even in my area it's like three hours away see then that's something like new york everything's easily accessible like for me to find good wrestling i have to travel three hours from my house well i really gotta like put in the you googly maps uh how far colby carino's promotion that he works for in the carolinas is from you way because... on the flat it's like four plus it's like he's oh. down he's on the he's towards the east coast man i'm as, about as far west in north carolina as you can get i am 20 miles from the tennessee border so <laughs> He he's an absolute gem who I am. He lives in Lumberton or no, like Shellette or somewhere down near Wilmington. Yeah. So he's like literally in Wilmington, like the coast. But let so. me just say, Cass, also. When he lost that title, mm. something shifted in him. He yeah. joined up with the former Hot Boys International, Bobby Orlando, Wrecking Ball, Ligurski, that whole crew. I I was shocked honestly and you can see it go check out yeah. the catalyst wrestling episodes that are up right now well, and the, i was lost as to who this person who uh, had been established to me as just an honorable human being 
a hell of a champion, a fighting champion. He gets questionable. He, he, he chops me up as your champion. Yeah. And yeah. you may have you may or may not have been the video film the guy filming that. I may or may not have been. But but you know, I, I it is a really interesting thing to see this Colby Carino with this mean streak, with this chip on his shoulder, teaming with an absolute behemoth and wrecking machine, and in my opinion, probably the most underrated big man in the game in wrecking Bologurski. He's the good. Dude, he really is. The dude can go mm-hmm. facing homicide, New York legend. Like when when I ring announce for him, I say he is New York wrestling, and he is no, teaming that's, that's up. That's a name I so when I hear if I had to if I had to put people in New York wrestling, he's one of the easily probably the first name I would his come Godfather. Up with other than like then I'd probably throw Amazing Red into that up there because he's New York wrestling. Yeah, and there's but, other guys, you know Santana, but like Santana Ortiz, Eddie Kingston, Loki. Kingston. None of this shit happens without Homicide, mm-hmm. which is why is New York wrestling. And teaming with Trevor Murdoch, NWA champion, has so come into his own as like a fully fleshed out, crazily talented performer with like grit for days. It is going to be an interesting combination, too. Yeah. It's going to be a banger of a main. Like, uh, yeah. In terms of personalities, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, Homicide and Trevor Murdoch is not necessarily a team that you think of initially. Oh, I could. I, don't, I would, if anybody says, "Oh yeah, that's a team," I would, I've been wanting forever. I'm gonna say, "Dude, you never, there's, there's, there's never crossed." You didn't call that. Fuck you. you never How dare that. you? Anybody that says they've been waiting for that pairing is full of shit. Just trying right. to like, you know, clout. But no, there's, right. there's, 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 that's insane. But to me, I saw that and I was like, wait, that's, that's something I really want to see. And it's just, yeah, like I said, it's because they're con- so contrasting personalities, but yet yeah, they're gonna. I, I feel like they're gonna be really do some really good shit in the ring so yeah it, it's going to be a hell of a main event and then also you know it, we have it, Darius Carter just won the title off Colby as I was saying mm-hmm. I was just saying you know Colby anything Colby's in is just money even though you might not be agreeing with his antics He's, and new change of ways it's on my shenanigans never, list I'll never <laughs> I'll never I'll never not I love heel stuff I'm so I'm all about I'm more about it now I'm like good listen you can be all about heel stuff until you're in the ring with them then it's a little scary like and Amen. you know another good segue to Darius like being in the ring with him before that challenge like he got up in my shit and it's terrifying because he he has the prowess technically of a, a William Regal and is slept on like a William Regal but I don't think that lasts for long when he is the champ and is facing someone of the caliber of a Josh Woods like this is this is a proving point match for him because I mean, Ring of Honor's pure title has such a legacy. Punk, Danielson, uh, AJ Styles, depending on which lineage we're talking about. Like you have McGinnis. Like it is a championship of the wrestler's wrestler, and Josh Woods is nothing to fuck with. But Darius will, and it, that is that classic immovable force meets the unstoppable object i fucked that up but you know you know what i'm saying we yeah we've, we've done a couple interviews with josh woods over the last few weeks and i'm pretty sure he mentioned that uh match uh coming up and at least one of them i think maybe both but yeah he's so he talked about that so no we uh we've been looking forward to that that's something we've been following here at the site because i think he's josh did two different podcasts for us so yeah yeah man it's, yeah. it's gonna be good like, on paper the card looks great there was other matches you talked you mentioned to me too that you ran through that, oh yeah uh, go shadow versus matt mikowski for the freestyle championship i right? love matt matt's awesome I, I got i got to see him in person for the first time we were at fight club weekend oh so him wrestling. that was the first time i'd ever actually seen him like physically in person wrestle first time i saw him wrestle in person was one of the first times i got to ring announce for catalyst and a more complete athlete there really isn't uh, to be right. had. Like, dude's amazing. I mean, he yeah. has fought within mixed martial arts. His chain wrestling is unbelievable. His strikes are crazy. And Go Shadow has been on a tear. He has held that freestyle championship for a minute now. And, you know, I was saying it earlier. Like, dude is an innovator. Like, we all remember and we'll talk regularly about like when the SAT did this to start something out or when red did that, or when Canyon did a thing or Tommy dreamer go shadow is as much of an innovator as 
anyone on the fucking planet in terms of pro wrestling. And he is so good. He is so slick. He is so smooth. Um, his manager, Noel, he literally comes out to the moniker of the man that no one loved. <laughs> like, what a great heel yeah. thing. But also, I, I don't love him, frankly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's fitting, Ben. It's fitting. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I, uh, I mean, we were talking. Uh, now, Vim, your stuff's on. Is it still on Vimeo? I mean, so we have been airing on multiple platforms to be Voodoo, um, obviously YouTube, um, and putting our stuff up on Rizzle. But we also have been doing an iPay-Per-View model of this. So we do a full set of tapings, zhuzh it up, uh, and release it as an iPay-Per-View. So if you want to see it before anyone else, go for it. And check out CatalystWrestling.com. We'll be promoting that whenever it gets released after each set of these tapings. And then we have like eight or nine weeks of television that come out of each one of these. So if you're coming to the show, so, you should try to be on TV. Now. You're on the Tubi app, you said, right? Yeah. Did you say that? Is now is yeah. it just like a is there a whole section just for you? Because I don't I don't know I'm not familiar with the app. I've never actually checked it out. So I was curious, but that was at the download and look and see what's up with that. Because I know that like on Pluto, like there's like a whole channel for like impact or something like that. But is sure. this more like an on demand thing? Or is it like you're aired on like one of their stations that they have on Tubi or how does it work exactly? Yeah. Uh, they're an OTT platform, meaning over the top, uh, like Netflix, Hulu, stuff like that, okay. where they aggregate a bunch of content and are free, uh, is my understanding of Tubi. Um, it is. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if free. it was like categorized yeah. or if it yeah. was like um so you can search for shit like that and it'll pop up. It's not necessarily this is the Catalyst Wrestling channel or something like that, or they have a wrestling section, but they do have our content okay. there. But I'd also want to double check this uh, later. Uh, just to well, and that's the thing is there's, there's a lot of wrestling content out there to right. get, but a lot of people don't know how to find it, and it's not there. Well, so that's I have known one of my big issues with it. I would, so I'm going to have to download the app and check it out and see what else is there. That I don't please I'm please do. But a, but a thing that I'll say, man, particularly coming from entertainment uh, television world where, like, we're making a whole bunch of stuff, I have an issue with the fact that, like, pro wrestling should be on Hulu or Netflix or something like that. And, uh, you know, God bless all these OTT platforms that are letting us on their networks and promoting us and stuff like that. But I think pro wrestling should be everywhere. Cause like I'm honestly surprised that Netflix, other than their like little dip with Lucha Underground, has not really done more with like a wrestling, uh, right? And uh, somehow I, running their series like you know as a weekly basis or like you know whatever. It would be a real basis. interesting thing. And if any Netflix executives want to get at me, my handle's right. Which there. is it's odd because the plat. I'm pretty sure that their whole um, model base is based on like as long as we can keep churning out original content, they'll they just they. That's the thing. They don't really care. It's it's a numbers thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So as long as it's like more original, the better. So that's a, like, that's weekly consistently like something new that they would just have an unlimited run at. And I just don't understand why they're not, they haven't done that. That's well, been one that I've let, let me speak to that real quick, Cass. So like something really interesting that is really kind of funny that WWE Network got before a whole slew of these other OTTs is live content and being part of the conversation and part of the zeitgeist tends to trend better, track better, and get more views than just mm -hmm. buying up a whole bunch of content. Like people want to be part of a conversation and feeling something. Like we don't necessarily have water cooler conversations anymore. Yeah. We do have Twitter conversations and we do post, oh my God, the Queen's Gambit. I never knew I could be sexually attracted to chess. Like yeah. people want to be talking about this sort of stuff. And WWE figured that out because they had bought up so much IP, but it was the pay-per-views and things that aired live. Then you have Hulu putting in sports packages and stuff like that. And Netflix also doing some stuff where they're releasing on a weekly model because they realized yeah. while we drop this great show and drop it in its totality, and they still do do that, but some of their shows, they release longer because then they can keep the conversation going longer. But also they do want you binge watching and whatnot and are experimenting regularly with what forms they're doing stuff in. They're also doing stuff in an audio space now, like doing podcasts and stuff of that nature. So, you know, you're going to have a lot 
of these platforms, in my opinion, keep expanding, keep trying to futz with stuff. And in my opinion, it's only a matter of time before pro wrestling is one of those things as it should be. It has an incredible audience. So get on yeah. it, gang. And again, my or Amazon Prime is another one too, because Amazon Prime runs football, basketball, their baseball. They have live events on that. So there's another option there too. And I'm just, it's, I, listen, I wouldn't take, I wouldn't mind taking a call from Prime. I guess yeah, that'd be they're, okay. they're one you can consider. I'm just saying, if they call you up, maybe turn, maybe listen. Maybe listen. I, I'll look at my phone and like I'll let it ring a few times, but I'll, I'll answer. Yeah. yeah, don't seem desperate. No, no, no. no, no. I'm not don't a first, first ring man. No, well, come on. We learned that in high school, everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, lordy. Yeah, well, what else we got, man? Let's see. What else we got going on? Um, yeah. We talked about all your stuff. Do you want to talk more about your documentary? Did you pretty much feel you covered that since you're not really, you haven't really finished it or what do you think? I mean, so, you know, it it is an interesting process because right now we're in edit for it just to see what we have. We did some pickup interviews uh, at a GCW show, which was really lovely. Hey, Kat. Yeah, Uh, Tyson, he came to say hello. Hell yeah. Um, Usually buttholes the screen. So you got lucky here that I stopped that. Oh, good. Is that Tyson kid? E? Uh, he was named. For, he was from the streets, so he's a street tough. So he's he's named. Appreciate my pun, you son of a bitch. <laughs> we have fun here. Uh, the word street tough. That's a Seinfeld <laughs> reference. Yeah, too. I do appreciate toughs. that. Yeah. Oh lordy, but yeah, man, like it was the thing where we captured all this stuff, and then the pandemic happened. Companies ended up getting bought up. Some of them stopped mm-hmm. running for like indefinite periods of time, and wrestling also reckoned with a whole bunch of stuff about his identity and we now have a third act that needs to be shot for it it's called the declaration of independent wrestling we worked with mlw impact uh pretty much any company that was at the wwn shows we did that with and we're still looking to expand out and get a more holistic view of what pro wrestling is and can be but uh you know uh I'll, I'll be back on here when we're in the <laughs> releasing stage of it. But if you see me around and you see me with a massive camera crew at a random show that is not a Catalyst Wrestling show, it's probably that, I'd say. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I, as someone who's seen it, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really into what you got there. It looks great. It's, Thanks, I'm man. really interested in it. I think it's, it looks wonderfully well done too. Everything I've seen from what you've shown me is just incredible. So, I'm well, really our director is a big part of that. Um, fucking Dominic Savilli is one of the great cinematographers in New York. Um, also a hell of a director and a wrestling fan. And he's very much involved. He's shot things for WWE back in the day. He's shot stuff for GCW. I hope it's not me breaking kayfabe on this, but like the Janela Sasuke promo, like that was his camera work. Like, oh, nice. And I, I believe also the Hammerstein announcement was him and Giancarlo putting the thing together. Okay. Like, I, I knew Giancarlo was all over that, obviously, because he yeah. was... But yeah, yeah man, that's, they, that's really cool. They're, they're both truly incredibly talented people, and a nicer guy you really couldn't ask for. Yeah. Dom had filmed uh, a Romeo and Juliet uh, short film with me in like 2012. And we just talked wrestling after. And I was like, I got to keep this guy in my Rolodex. Yeah, I got to work that, with him yeah. at some point. But we're shooting on stuff that's like a red camera, which is the type of camera you'd use to shoot the Avengers on or right. something of like that quality. Because I don't think pro wrestling has necessarily been captured in that cinematic light um no not so not often and no. i have a, like i have a film and video production degree that's what i went to school for so right. i re- that's why i really was drawn to your project i think is because i was like oh this is something that like speaks to me as like somebody had a productive uh, like a like i said video and film production degree because yeah it was just like a it the project just like i said spoke to me and it looks really good like i said and you could just Thanks, tell man. with the camera work that it's not amateur hour shit like you guys have really <laughs> really 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 good job man so thanks dude. yeah everybody I, I sincerely for appreciate that. It. yeah man and uh well shit we just we'll close up here in a second let's just talk shop about us what we got going on man we're gonna hang out i guess in a couple weeks man so maybe yeah we'll, i, have I mean some it, more stuff we can film uh in new york together for oh for please i would fucking love it yeah i mean the hammerstein show is gonna be really amazing hey Cass, if you're trying to get me to come down to orlando and atlanta any world where i can get your ass up for the 15th and you just stick around 
hang out in Central Park till uh, the Hammerstein show after? I can't because I've got to do a couple things. Well, that's a month. Because yeah, like like that's March, not February. Oh right, so, like, yeah, oh so right. Got a whole month a gap there, and I, in February right. I got a bunch. Of shit. I got I got Nashville, uh, AEW show in Nashville. I've got this dude starting this weekend. I'm nonstop through Hammerstein week, uh, the weekend. I think I've got Battle for the Belts this weekend, then Dynamite in Raleigh next Wednesday, and then. Uh, Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise event, or whatever it's called, on Friday night, the 15th. Terminus on the 16th. And then I fly out for fucking Hammerstein weekend five days after that. So You're going to fall over and fucking die. Every time you see me, I'm like uh, nonstop for a month straight. <laughs> I'm just like, where am I? What time What, what time are we in? Yeah. But, oh. yeah, so I'll have a month in between. But, yeah, dude, like I'm going to be – I'll have a spot. I'll be down there for Revolution. I'll, I've got uh, – the rampage i got media for the rampage and media for the scrum i'm off punishment bro i'm not grounded anymore <laughs> you, we, 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 we put our nice, feud to bed. Nice. everything's good we, <laughs> we put our feud to bed we buried the we buried that feud so we're good uh so i'll be there for that and then like i said I, i'll have a hotel in atlanta or something i might my family lives there if nothing else so if you want to just tag along into atlanta for hey man the next week and we'll be keep there me, and all our boys are there yeah, we'll hang out with the group. We'll hang out with the gang. So, yeah. Oh, that. Oh, it's fucking tempting. Mm. Okay, yeah, and you'll really be tempted after we hang out in a couple of weeks for Hammer at Hammerstein too. Are you gonna do the Hall of Fame? Do you know? I um, think so. I'm gonna try to. I gotta talk to the crew and just see. Let me know what can your plans on that because tentatively I had heard I had a table, but now he wasn't sure if he was going anymore and what the deal was with that. So I might be up for finding a new spot on. We'll figure it out, man. I mean, like you and I have a lot of exciting stuff coming yeah, down the pipeline, and like, listen, this Catalyst Wrestling Show, like our production team, the owners that I mentioned before, our roster. We're going to put out a banger, and it's not going to be, like, our last banger. We will yeah. have more, and I intend for them to be in New York, amongst Great. other places. So, you know, I'll be coming back on. We can keep talking about stuff. And uh, and I'm going to make sure you uh, help me uh, as you're going to be videoing some chops, I think, for me, some chops episodes again in a couple of Oh, weeks yeah. Time. I don't have I any in the can. COVID kind of got in the way again. I was supposed to go film some a couple weeks ago uh, in Greensboro and some people canceled because they made promises to their families or something about the bubble, not, you know, just not mm. breaking quarantine and just getting in and getting out because they were worried. So I was like, all right, that's understandable. So yeah, things bailed. So I don't have any episodes until I get to some shows. So we got to make it. sure we crank out a bunch in the next couple of weeks. COVID's a very real thing. I mean, I can it say is. that with New York being what it is and what it's gone through and what it is going through presently. But I'll also throw in there, just for anyone who wants to come see the show, uh, proof of acts will be required at the door, as it is New York, and it's a good idea. Uh, and then secondarily, we'll be doing uh, thermometer checks of every forehead just to make sure no one's coming in, symptomatic, fevery, stuff like that. And everyone inside who is not a wrestler or me or the ref will be masked up. So, you know. Awesome, uh, man, very responsible of you guys because a lot of people are really concerned about that that right now, and that keeps a lot of people from going out and to enjoying some events. And you know, if you're taking the proper precautions, you know, is yeah. above and beyond like it seems like you are, then people should maybe not worry as much, and maybe you'll have a better chance of getting. To well, that's uh, that's the out. hope, honestly. And you know, if I'm going to preach the value of community and wrestling, you got to take care of the community. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the best way we can go about it: is be providing great wrestling be bringing in really cool people do something different and also make sure everybody's safe um to the best degree that we can so you know it'll be a safe banger so come through <laughs> well, buddy i appreciate you taking the time to talk to me uh about everything man. I, I love sitting down and chatting with you and we'll that's the best again soon. we'll do it more uh, <laughs> when you got more coming out man we'll we'll coordinate with some more of these so we can uh get your some news that we that i know about that i know you got planned and we'll we'll do some more presentation <laughs> for that man i'm looking forward to it buddy yeah so, i may be scheming baby it's that's good yeah. well brennan uh tell everybody where they can find you push all your um, socials and my my handle is down here it's the same on everything um 
so Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also feel free to hit me up. Like, let me know if you're going to be coming to the shows. I'm ring announcing, so I'd love to say hi. Um, and yeah, as we're coming out with stuff, you'll be hearing from me probably with this goon over here. Does this read? No, that's the opposite it's direction. Up. Oh, I did it too, man. I'm always doing it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, it's reversed. It's, it's, we're, we're, we're backwards. Fantastic. We're in a bizarre world. No, yeah, craziness. But, uh, Up is down, yeah. blacks, whites, cat, and dogs living together. But, but um, yeah, man, everybody everybody can keep up. Uh, Body Slam covers, you know, all of Catalyst stuff. We've been uh, trying to do that for the last couple months. So, you know. Yeah, super appreciate it, Thank they can, you. No, we appreciate it, man. I appreciate you guys uh, giving us that opportunity. So, you know, that's a spot for everybody to go to keep up with, up with what's happening with Catalyst Wrestling. You can check bodyslam.net uh, for that. We'll have press releases, you know, results coverage, and, you know, probably a bunch of exclusive stuff that we're going to have in the works between the two of us. So, yeah, everybody oh, yeah. Keep, keep an eye out for that. Make sure you guys give Brendan a follow, man. He's a good buddy of mine. I hope everybody uh, checks out his work. I'm really excited about what you got going on, man. I really appreciate you coming Thanks, on and doing this. Uh, you guys can follow me right down here on on Twitter and social media at Casshole with three O's, H-O-O-O-L-E. Uh, follow Bodyslam.net as well on social media. We've got tons of good podcasts, exclusive interviews, web series, and stuff like that for you guys on uh, YouTube that we have dropping pretty much daily and multiple times a day we have stuff being released. Uh, everything is also is almost always available on uh, all your audio platforms as well. iTunes, or just iTunes anymore, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called. Apple right, Podcasts, right. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox. Stitcher. Everything. Everything. I'm Stitcher, I'm not sure if we're on Stitcher. We're on 10 platforms. And then okay. if, if we're if you can't find us on the one that you use and you're looking for, just hit me up right here on this little thing and tell me you want me on this one and I'll I'll put you on there for you guys. So we appreciate everything you do. You can also uh you know we would always appreciate if you feel like donating to help the cause at bodyslam.net. Check out uh slamchats.com. Uh, that gives us a little bit of a take, more take from many of the donations than other out- options that are out there. But we really appreciate everything you guys do for us. Uh, and Brandon, thanks again, man. Uh, look thanks forward for to having seeing me, you guys. in a couple weeks, buddy. All right, guys. See you in a few weeks, Peace. brother. Peace.